future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at UBNRadio.com. And most poor suckers are starving to death. I'd like to propose a toast. This is On the Rocks with Alexander, coming at you from Sunset Gower Studios in the heart of Hollywood, where I drink with your favorite celebrities and we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and and that's about it. So pop a court, pour a glass, lean back, and enjoy On the Rocks every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Oh, it's going to be mighty, mighty, mighty oh, bumpy. My God, oh my I would God, say oh that much. God. So today is National Coming Out Day. So we are coming out with an amazing episode for you today. Emmy Award winner, uh, YouTube sensations, American Horror Story, Mavens of Madness. Um, I am your host, uh, Anderson Cooper. No. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, Lord. Um, today, it's, it's just locker room talk between us. So whatever we say is fine. <laughs> you don't need to worry about anything like that. Uh, we have an amazing show for, t- uh, for you today. As always, I'd like to introduce the men of On The Rocks. Of course, our engineer, Kurt. Kurt, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Kurt, do you have a pun for us? I, I always have a pun for you. All right. Let's just get it out let's of the way. This is the bane of my existence. <laughs> do it. <laughs> I, I could tell. Um, it's actually a more science term Ooh, today. Science. Oh, science. Oh, okay. We're all smart. Yeah. So um, did you know you can tell the gender of an ant by throwing it in water? Uh, God. Oh, because if it goes dead ant, dead ant? I don't know. No. What? If it sinks, it's a girl ant. If it floats, it's boy ant. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so dumb. Oh, God. You don't even give yourself no. the fake applause oh. for that one. You know what I no, mean? No, that, that can't. Kurt, you know, <laughs> straight. straight I thought it, that, that's hilarious. Straight people entertainment. I don't know where you people come from. Uh, thank you, Kurt. As always, you make us sound good, look good. Um, also, uh, our resident socialite who's with me through thick and thin, uh, sometimes thicker. I, I will <laughs> never get uh, over that title that you yep. n- resident, resident socialite. socialite. It makes RS. sound like. You, you know, put so it on your license plate. You had a tattoo. I did. It's actually on. Yeah, my you're coming out with like a, ta- like a perfume line. I'm coming out with a, a line of tank tops that yes. just say "resident" and then on the back "socialite." Well, I hope so your tank can. tops have more material. They won't. They absolutely <laughs> will not. I love you have to pay like two hundred dollars for a tank top that's like two strings. It's like what? What is that? It's like I see Paris. I see France. It's cold outside. It's okay. Trending. That's it's even trending. Rhyme. Um, so you, you are here today uh, to share some news and to help me. Yes, with the we show. have a lot of of hot or not uh, coming up later on f- to end the show we with. Do. And we've got some fabulous guests here today, and we also have our celebrity co-host in-house right now. Uh, Let's just bring her on. American Horror Story, uh, one-woman shows, traveling around the globe, literally. everything. The Chair, new movie coming out, getting great reviews, by the way. Yay. Miss Naomi Grossman. Miss. Miss. No stranger to the show. And you are all over the place right now. Why don't you tell us about that? What's going on? Where are you? First... First, to, uh, we our, our chat room is not empty. Oh, Mama Rose. <laughs> Sorry, Naomi. Sorry. There we go. There's my mom, Mama Rose. Why do you have glasses on? You look like uh, like some studious. You look beautiful. Yes. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so our chat room has been a little lonely, even though we got our numbers for last month, and we know you're all out there listening, uh, live and downloaded. Uh, we love our listeners. So to interact with you so that we don't ignore you during the chat, my mom, Mama Rose, is in the chat room. Mom, what's your uh, login name? I'm scared. <laughs> my login name? Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, I have no idea. Oh, God, this will go real well. <laughs> like the username. Kurt, what's her username? On the rocks, mom? Uh, I believe it's just uh, her name. So Mar- Marisol Rodriguez should oh. be her. her. <laughs> wow, that was massacred. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't. Yeah. Kurt, I'm, I'm the, you. the whitest you can get. Okay? Just as good as I your know. pun. It's just let as it go. Good as that pun. It's like frozen in here. If it's my name, then my name is Maricela. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So I'm glad uh, Ms. Tech here is running our chat room. If you have a question, she's going to be talking with you. And if she, if you have a question, um, she will come back on the show and, and ask your question know. from our chat room. So please uh, d- don't don't leave her lonely. She's got information on our guests that she can answer as well. Um, so thank you, Mom. Uh, we're going to mute you, but if you have a question, just wave your arms, and we're going to bring you back on. Love ya. I love hey. mu- muting you. <laughs> oh, do you have a tip for National Coming Out Day for for all of our l- listeners? Do I have a what? A tip. A tip. <laughs> uh, wear clean underwear. Okay, great. Thanks, Mom. Thank you. <laughs> We're on the edge of news here. Wear underwear, but according to Mama Rose. All right. Clean. <laughs> yes, clean. Clean underwear. Miss <laughs> Naomi Grossman, yes. Yeah. Hi. Hello. You came, you came ret to go. You're like Mad Max meets Victoria's Secret. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to piss her off. You know, these no, spikes will right? get you. She'll do this. She'll shimmy at you. Bam. <laughs> Hillary should have been wearing those when she was shimmy. Shimmy, shimmy. <laughs> I thought she looked really good. I thought she yeah, looked excellent. So too. But we're not political here, so oh, um, no. so we cannot say anything political. Yeah, but when you're Vote a star, you can say whatever I'm you want. I'm with her. <laughs> I'm with her. We can say that. I mean, yes. I grab her pussy. Oh, my, oh my God. God. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Oh, there was no way well, there that goes we the show. I haven't offended anyone yet. No. no. Not, not like any groups. No. Not like any, like... Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> we just oh started. Naomi is no stranger to the show. You have insulted uh, all different types of people. <laughs> yes. Legless people. Yes. Headless people. Yes. <laughs> Everybody is, is game. Um, you know, we, we love you coming back to the show. You're so fun in person, getting to know you, be- getting to become friends with you. Uh, of course, you're known for American Horror Stories. Amazing transformation as Pepper, not only for Asylum, where you, you, you were a fan favorite. I mean, you are an American Horror Story fan favorite. Oh, we have a cute picture. It's Pepper for a president. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she should have been up there for those debates. Well, she, she might as well have been. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I thought she was. <laughs> How is this running into a wax figure oh, of yourself? Because that's got to be pretty Oh, yeah. Crazy. For, for our, our listeners not looking yeah. at our, our pictures, Universal Studios added yeah. first ever American Horror Story maze. And, of course, one of their highlights lighted uh, characters is Pepper. Look at you next to you. Yes. Was that weird? It was so wild. It was so fun. Of course we weren't allowed to take photos, but you're like, oh, there you go. There this it is. is me. You, you can tell Naomi she can't do anything and she will do, will it. do it. You will do it. Yeah. Who can I offend? Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Helen Keller. Let's, <laughs> let's get at it. <laughs> um, but other than, but besides American Horror Story, you, you, have, you have traveled all around the world. You've lived everywhere. One woman shows with amazing funny stories. In fact, you did, you did a little um, Cabaret. T- talk here. We have you with like a chicken Head. Oh yeah, um, that was just last week. Um, but you literally are traveling the globe for this, and we're going to talk about this with all of our guests. But it's like monetizing uh, from from YouTube, your your you know your your clicks from American oh. Horror Story, your your fan likes, or from Tony, this extensive career. It's like how do we keep that going? How do we make a business from it? And you definitely have. Well, or at least I make you think I have. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and here's you doing yoga with the dog. Oh, isn't that amazing? That was so cool. Was that really you or is that like photoshopped? That, no, that is really me. The dog is slightly photoshopped. Um, someone like, you know, held the dog up and then uh, they photoshopped him out. But um, yeah, there was a, it was a charity event okay. for um, animal shelters, uh, who I won't offend. But um, uh, yeah, so... Uh, you, the, the, uh, you know, 
Ah, uh, there's there's more to this story. But anyway. <laughs> I But you, yeah. you you lead a very healthy lifestyle. I do. I love how this is all photoshopped. We also have a picture of you at yoga it, with Matt Bomer. That, <laughs> not that photos, definitely, definitely not, not photoshopped. photoshopped. Yeah. No. Okay. He was actually very self-conscious about this photo. He was like, oh, but my hair. I was oh like, God. are you kidding? You are always gorgeous. Of course, Matt Bomer from uh, uh, Magic Mike, American Horror Story, and uh, whatever. So you just, you know, this is your life, though, Naomi. I get to see you with so many celebrities uh-huh. kissing Lady Gaga uh-huh. at variety she parties. She was kissing me. That, well, that is true. That is true. Um, that is true. Um, but uh, in, in terms of keeping like your acting, you know, your, your one woman shows, is, is that on the horizon? Yes. Um, uh, yeah, I just did um, some excerpts about a, a month ago. Oh, sorry, a week ago in Chicago. <laughs> All jams together. And actually, yes. <laughs> I, right, um, I'll be doing it again, reprising it in a month in New York. Oh, my God. Love yeah. it. Yeah. We should go. <laughs> right. Don't uh, tempt us. We will go. Don't we'll even go tempt. Everywhere. We're going to Vietnam for New yeah. Year's Eve. Just, oh, just if anybody cares. Really? Yes. I'm not kidding. What you. an unusual choice. I know. <laughs> what? 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 It's I mean, cheap. Oh. Massage for a dollar. Vodka for ten cents. <laughs> Be a millionaire with okay. seventy bucks. Yes. Yeah. So, and of course, I have another one woman show, um, which I'm, I, I'm still writing it, but it's going to happen. It's happening. Well, knowing you, I mean, we, we've been able to hang we'll out with be you. There. So many great stories from bad boyfriends to Ugh. auditions. Right. I was going to say, speaking of the bad boyfriends and it being National Coming Out oh, Day, yeah. do you have any advice for anyone nationally coming out, coming out today? Um, just do it. Like, don't lead them on. <laughs> tell your girlfriend and wife yeah. about tell, it. Yeah, just be open. Tell, you know, especially if she's as open and accepting as I am. Yeah. You know, just let them, like, just, you do you. Be you. Don't don't endanger. Don't lie. Don't cheat. Don't deceive. Don't betray. Just don't hate. Just love. Just you know. Kind of for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Um. So you're you're involved in beginning great reviews. Uh. For for the chair. Oh yeah. Um. Great reviews. It, the reviews are so good. It's like I want to see it right now. Well, I'm, I'm like, is this scared. the chair? I haven't. <laughs> yeah. Is what, this, what is, is the, chair? This the chair? So the chair is the electric chair. Right. Oh, and you play a mom, right? Yes. And you hate children, so um, great it's acting. Perfect. Perfect. I didn't even have to act. <laughs> uh. No. I I am a bad guy. Uh. Which you th- love. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. It was, again, I didn't have to act. Right. Uh, no. The um, I, I appear in flashbacks. I have basically um, sent the uh, prisoner to the chair with his horrible upbringing. Yeah. So yeah, it's very exciting. It's uh, a premiering in LA uh, this next week, Tuesday. Um, it's evidently mm-hmm. premiered somewhere because there's re- reviews are out, yeah, but uh, yeah. I haven't seen it, so I'm a little nervous um, about what is. Oh, and then that, and then fear. Uh-huh. Inc. Incorporate. Oh, yeah. Inc. I like saying well, I'm fancy. I'm bloody. fancy. You're fancy, Alexander. <laughs> Don't call him Alex. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, the F- Fear Inc. actually premieres in LA the day after. And it so. seems gruesome. Um, uh, it's more of a horror comedy. Perfect. Oh, a horrority. So, <laughs> Nothing says I, I like to kill you with a good joke. <laughs> Get it? Pun, pun. Kurt. Kurt's tuned out. He's not even here. No. Yeah. Th- so while the chair is sort of. Oh, there we go. Oh. Thank the, you, studio The chair audience. is more yeah. of a psychological thriller. Uh, the uh, the Fear Inc. is more uh, hilarious. Now, as an actress, do you, uh, coming from American Horror Story, uh, where's your fear faction? Uh, fear faction? Fear? It sounded right. I was right. Got, yeah, I was. I said it in My tolerance for fear. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, are you, uh, in taking like a new role in like a horror film, like 
do you want do you want to take horror films over and over? Like, what part of your acting mode says, well, maybe I should not do horror films now? Is it pigeonholing you into one yes, genre of TV <laughs> film? Yes. It, yeah. Uh, I mean, at this point, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm still just want to work so yeah. you know i'm not gonna bite the hand that feeds me like i yes i would love in fact uh, am i allowed to say yeah, it yeah, say it i just got cast today <gasps> oh. in um a uh a, a drama a real drama without any blood or guts or slashing or any of that applause studio audience applause oh, for something yeah. like that no i mean what i'm saying is it's not a horror yes it's yeah, so it's just straight well, that acting. That sounds fun. Which would be fun, yeah. Well, and just to show off your chops, we have a little montage. You know, Pepper was so beloved in Asylum, but you had a very certain role, mm -hmm. and you weren't able, I believe, to explore your acting chops. Um, and I love telling the story. Um, when you had your big emotional scenes in American Horror Story, tell our listeners like how much prep time. Uh, from going from the pinhead running around painting Jessica Lange's nails to like having to act. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I had about twelve hours between reading that that script, uh, you know, the 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 episode to actually doing it. So you know, I had a good five months of painting Jessica's nails and playing with string and delivering the fat lady food and wondering if there was ever going to be anything more to it. And I assume there would be. I mean, why go to all this trouble of bringing back a character and right. yeah. breaking this, uh, you know, the precedent? Uh, I mean, I assumed, but then again, you really can't make any assumptions, right. uh, particularly with that show or with Ryan Murphy. So, uh, you know, I just hoped, and sure enough, it happened. But yeah, it was one of those nights. I had a friend actually coming in from New York for to just um, spend Halloween with me, and uh, he arrived. And I basically was like, "I have good news and bad news. Uh, the good, the bad news is we cannot go out in the French Quarter tonight." Uh, <sighs> yeah, I would love to hang out with but, you in the French Quarter. Oh. I can't even believe it. We'd be asked to leave. Yeah. Like the mayor oh, yeah. would come before we even like, walked in. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Hurricane. Uh, that's us. But the good news was he got to meet Pepper in her element. Wow. Know? So it was it was very special. Um, we ha we put to or we didn't put together. We borrowed um, a, a really great montage that uh, puts your character from Asylum um, into a, a freak show. Um, so if we could play that clip, and we're going to leave your microphone on. If you could, you don't uh -oh. even have to talk through the whole thing. But if oh, you like wanted mystery to, science theater, like a little kind of. narration. Yeah, oh. or I mean, or, or like Rocky Horror. I could act it out here live. <laughs> but with behind you, right? Right. Um, let's take it away, and it has some of my favorite scenes with you and the amazing uh, Jessica Lange. Oh, I wonder what this is. Oh, I've never seen this. Well, 65,000 other people's have, you know, they have. Yeah. <laughs> wow, seriously. Oh, if you get me. Oh, oh, oh. Actually, can we go back uh, just a, a little bit sooner? Sorry. I was going to say, a little how bit did two minutes sooner. That, yeah. uh, fly by. Here we go. So this is how. Um, Surprise! You gotta find out if her sister is still around. I mean, Pepper is not the handful she used to be. She's a grown so woman now. It yeah. is so sad. Maybe you're right. Perhaps it's time for our little angel. Of course, with the amazing Angela Bassett. She has come to live with you. No, I just can't do that. You can, and you must. Okay. It's a little bit kung fu movie, or <laughs> is that just our playback, or yeah. was it edited that way? I cannot stay. I cannot stay, my darling. Oh, look at this! Look at this oh, raw emotion uh, under all that makeup. Here. Here. Oh, you can imagine what I'd look like without all this makeup. For me, 
to you. A disaster. If you get lonely, this was really like one of the saddest moments of my life because, yeah, not only was I like in the moment, yeah. but saying goodbye to Elsa, but I was kind of saying goodbye to Jessica. You know, I didn't know if I would. She was evidently not coming back. For all I know, I'm never coming back. You know, like there was a lot. I was and saying goodbye to my job, my new life in New Orleans. You know, it was kind of loaded. Oh, this Ugh. scene just broke my heart. Yes. Being blamed for killing when there wasn't. Mm. And it was a tight knit cast, right? Oh, very. Yeah. She's not harmless. She drowned her sister's baby and sliced his ears off. You know what's interesting though is I didn't I assumed that that was true when I shot that part. Oh you know what I mean? yeah, well yeah. Like we didn't know the, that the audience. Two years later, there was going to be you know all this. Oh, we shot that at four in the morning. Are you serious? <laughs> wow. After like six days of just constant. Oh look at that. Tears. Hmm. That, um, ah, the, and there was a lot of Emmy talk around that, too. Oh, yeah, well, talk. <laughs> Bad talk, locker room talk. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 good times. Uh, well, um, certainly won the hearts of, of so many people. Um, and it was a four hour makeup process, right? and people are still asking, too, when she's coming back. You know, yeah. if you go on any of the forums, if you go on any of the private uh, groups on Facebook, Alexander and I were on them, that you know, they're all. Constantly saying, "When is Aww. Pepper coming back? When is Pepper back?" So, oh, it, it, nice. do you know? Is there anything I, she on the would, horizon? She wouldn't know until it was like a week before, right? right. I, I don't know anything, and but even if I did, I would not tell you. I know. Yeah. That yeah. said, because um, you would lose your job. The fact that yeah, but the right. fact that people are asking—that's good to know, because frankly, I mean, that's how I came back the second time. Right. Or the first time, I should say. Yeah. You know, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. that's, uh, it was, we shoot usually about five weeks or so ahead of the viewing public. So, for example, when uh, Pepper went pee and then disappeared for several episodes, people would ask me, so, well, where'd she go? Where'd yeah. she go? And I thought, I, I literally was like, I don't know. Like, for all I know, I've been written out. I, I didn't know. Now, that said, they killed me off, spoiler alert, um, right, of pneumonia. Uh, like, and yet, and, and, well, like, before they even knew about the Pepper, you know, the the uh, Pepper Nation, whatever. Right. <laughs> Pepper Mania, <laughs> right, right? Right, right. And so that's why I think probably that coupled with all this, you know, locker room talk uh, on the chat rooms all of a sudden they're like oh well we got to bring her back so right. well, I mean, everyone it, it you heard it here first yeah. so get but, pepper back but here's the thing i don't want pepper to come back i think pepper served her purpose yes, and I she lives too. in your heart yeah. what i want to see you come back is a glamazon well, from because you, you can i'm trying google naomi grossman and see some of her beautiful photo shoots um but i want to see you come back uh this season i wanted you to come back in a hotel like nobody's business no. as a glamazon so hopefully uh you come back this this season as, as a whole different character. I'd love to see that. And I, we're going to talk to our other guests about this, but it's also, it's smart business to interact with your audience and not mm. turn away from what makes you 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 know popular, whether it's for 10 minutes, whether it's for a career. Um, in fact, you're going to uh, like like a Comic-Con in Mexico? Yes! Uh, we, we actually have, have a picture oh, for that. We have a poster. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's, it's all in Spanish. Now, you speak Spanish because you have lived with the, with the, with the, with the Hispanic people. I Do you have. say Hispanic or Latino now? I don't even know, and I'm one of them. Um, I, I, I think I 
either is fine. Oh. As long as you're not Donald Trump. If you're Donald Trump, you can't say yeah. Yeah. Just don't. Just shut up. But but you because you lived in Brazil. Uh, in Argentina. Argentina. Oh, Argentina. yeah. Different language. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and so this is all in Spanish. Uh, well, yeah. The Comic Con will be held. in Is this Spanish. your first time going to? No. Oh, okay. I even have a lover there. Oh, you do. Oh, you do. <laughs> is that who you stay with when, when you go there? Um, I mean, I, I, I mean, like a few. She guys. gets hotels. She'll be you. staying with me. Okay. It's in her rider, <laughs> and then rider. Okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> rider and ride her. Yes. Yes. Um, where can our fans follow you? As if they don't already know. Of course. Not that you're going uh, anywhere. But no, you know. I'm sticking around. Um, Naomi W. Grossman on all the regular I l- spots. I love it. And look for Fear um, Inc. Inc. Uh, the chair, um, and just follow Naomi. She, your one woman show will be, will be, will be coming along. Um, and again, we're just, we're just so happy to have you here. Oh, every thank time. you. Oh, real fast, we're starting a new thing on the show called uh, On the Rocks Rapid Fire. Yes. Oh. And so you are our first victim, oh. shall I say? Oh. Okay. Shall we go right now? Yes. You take it away, boo boo. Okay, Naomi. Favorite junk food. Uh, rapid. Uh, artichokes. <laughs> Junk food, <laughs> junk food. I know. I do, we don't. I don't do junk okay. food. What is the last? How do you think I look like this? What is the last text you sent? Uh, I, I can, can we look? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, uh, that I sent. Oh God, this new update. It was to Ryan Murphy. <laughs> um, oh, I think I wrote. Oh, I I told you that I was on my way. Oh, uh, smelliest American horror story actor you've worked with to date? That, that was my question. Oh, I can't tell you, but somebody no, has a colostomy bag. <gasps> Someone had a colostomy bag. Yeah. You guys, we could yeah. we a regular, conjecture. a series regular. Uh, no. Oh gosh. And then, last but not least, <laughs> do you have a Real Housewives tagline? And if you do, what is it? Oh, that's a good one. That's one of my favorites. I don't watch that shit. I don't eat shit. I don't watch shit. I don't put shit in my body. And you're not going to vote for shit. No okay. way. There, there okay, we go. perfect. Well, Sorry. that's it. She survived. That's awesome. Yay. That was great. Rocks <laughs> rapid fire. Sweet. We're supposed to ask, ask each other real fast. Oh, okay. Boxers or briefs? Uh, boxers. If you could give your younger self advice, what would it be? Drink up. Bottom or top? Top. <laughs> Wait, do I want or I am? I'm I'm a uh, blouse. I'm a uh, feminine top. <laughs> Have you ever gone commando for an entire day? Yes, not and, by choice. And describe yourself in a movie title. Uh, Requiem for a Dream. Perfect. Oh, you survived. That was, that was fun. That was okay. fun. We've got more too later oh, yeah. on for Brian. For you, least favorite Broadway show. Uh, cats. Sorry. Favorite what? favorite Sex in the City character. Oh, Samantha. Your, uh, thank you. Oh, that was kind of a note. Your worst ex's name. First name. Todd, and I know he's listening. <gasps> Sorry. Because he's a stalker. Anyway, yeah. uh, favorite actress? Susan Sarandon. Mm. What? I've changed my mind about her. I know. I can't change LA my mind. LA or New York? Uh, New York keeps me hard. LA keeps me happy. Oh, God. You practiced you know, that one. That's, All right. that's, that's really what it is for me. All right. Let's get some. I like th- your questions better. Thank <laughs> you. Because I wrote them. I'm sorry. I was busy. You know. Anyway, we need to take a 30 no, no, no. second break. No, no. Before real our, fast. Just oh. our, our upcoming uh, oh. appearances. appearances. You will see us this Saturday. We will be in the audience of Hocus Pocus so at excited. Rockwell. Uh, we'll be sitting with the Bravo TV boys. So if you see us, you say coming? hello. It's it's the unauthorized musical of Hocus Pocus with Marissa uh, Jen- Jarrett Winnaker. Can I, can I, can I, okay, whatever. Jarrett um, Winnaker. And then, uh, actually, Naomi, this involves you as well. I will be rocking, wa- walking, rocking, rocking. I will be rocking the red carpet at Halloweeny this year, which is LA's hottest uh, Halloween party. I will be walking the red carpet with, of course, Miss Naomi Grossman, mm-hmm. the Bravo TV boys, and uh, just found out Mr. USA. 
Bryce McKenney. Who's we'll, behind you? Yes. <laughs> Great. <Mama. laughs> we will be there. So, so buy your tickets. We're going to be promoting Halloween-y for the, for the rest of the month, but it is the party to go to. This year, it's at the California Science Discovery Center in the same room as the space shuttle. <gasps> oh, I can't even... Anyway, now we are going to take our Sorry, break. I forgot about our appearances. Yes. But when we come back, we have Emmy Award winner, uh, just amazing uh, icon of entertainment, has danced and choreographed with Elvis Presley, Anne Margaret, David Bowie, Bette Midler, Tina Turner. Uh, uh, the list formed, doesn't stop. You can keep going. The Lockers was one of the first SNL. Um, and then uh, also uh, recent YouTube sensation, uh, and also uh, for our '80s fans, uh, Mickey. Which I mean, I mean, this is all in one person. All in one person. All in one person. And then we have YouTube sensation and singer and fitness guru Brian Hahn. When we come back, salsa. Talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. There, there we go. All right. We, we are back. Um, talk about that. This is when, when we get into it. This is when we get in. Uh, like I said. The nitty gritty, The nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. We're coming out with amazing. Um, so I want to introduce uh, Tony Basil and Brian Hahn. Hello, Alexander. Hello. Number one, look at this amazing woman. Uh, Beautiful. Uh, I just want to know like, what you wear on, on casual day. Is this casual? <laughs> No, no, no! I dress for the occasion. Yeah, well, thank you. Absolutely, thank you. He barely and wore sleeves. I, I, I also dress. The, for the and occasion. the hat is because you told me we were wearing um, headphones. headphones, so I had to bring a headphone hat. Um, for for our listeners that that know you from Mickey, that's just that's one little tiny drop in this this whole extensive career. Like I drop named all all of those names, <laughs> um, but I wanted to share with our audience that you come from an entertainment family. I do. Um, in fact, we have a picture of of your mom was was uh, she sang with her sisters. How uh, amazing is this picture? She though? she was. Uh, they were a vaudevillian family. It's like a 1920s picker. Yeah. They were a vaudevillian family and an kind of acrobatic comedians. If, if you know, the opening act. Yeah. You know, she did a little boxing dance with her brother and uh, her sister uh, jumped through hoops and wrapped her leg around her neck. I mean, it was that kind of act. Were they a traveling act, or was oh, it? Oh yeah. A oh yeah. no, no, no. The vaudevillian yeah. traveling, yeah. traveling. Everywhere. That was the hottest. That was the yeah. hottest profession. Right. That's what you had. That's what you did. If you weren't in movies, you were in vaudeville, and you know stage shows. Well, and some of the biggest names came out of vaudeville. Oh my God, yes. I mean, that, that's just the truth. And then your your handsome father oh, uh, was an orchestra. I know, I know. Drop dead gorgeous. <laughs> I know. I saw his picture. I'm like, oh. Oh, uh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was actually the ugly duckling of the family. No. Well, uh, joke's on them. <laughs> um, so you, entertainment was just in, in your household. Music w was, was in your household. You were born into it. I mean. So what made you start out being a dancer rather than, than just a... I think, uh, I, I think I always was a dancer. Always. I mean, I can't remember as a child not dancing and driving them crazy. 
you know, until they took me to class, was which was about five years old, which is too young. It's really too you young. You think? Absolutely. Yeah, why do you say that? Because your body's not formed. And, you know, I, I went to ballet class from the, from the beginning of my life, and I think I noticed that that kids that were maybe brought to ballet class at around 10 years old, by the time we were all 12, they kind of had caught up with me because you, you just, you know, you hadn't formed yet and it was just a little too early. I think you should be just improvising oh. when you're young. Mm-hmm. Th- that's also the, the same with music. You know, you and I, you have more of a pop background in singing and I have a musical theater and classical where I need to see the music and I need to see that. To your point, I'm not able to kind of improvise and be free. And class, you just imitate your teacher. Right. Oh, and then you go on to imitate your choreographer. And if you don't have some improvisation in your soul, it's like you, Naomi, with the groundlings, also being able to act actual <laughs> written text. But you, you really need, you need it all. You just need it all. Mm-hmm. And, and Brian, because you sing, you sing more, more pop stuff. Yeah, yeah. But because uh, you also, you like musical theater. Yeah, I love musical theater. So how how were you trained more classically or more free pop? Um, I think I enjoyed singing pop music, but uh, in school I w- had the lead role in Guys and Dolls, Crazy for You. Did you play West Nathan Story. Detroit? <laughs> um, it, yeah, I, w- I was um, Tony in West Side Story, and then uh, Sky Masterson in Guys and Dolls. Oh my God, Bobby in Crazy for You. So. God, I wish I went to your high school. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Alexander's dream. I know. Well, just to watch Some that shows. production, I was like, whoa. Um, we've had. Um, uh, George Shakir is from West Side Story. He's done the show, oh. and we have a picture of you and and George. Oh. Um, he was the lead dancer in the, in the in the film who played Bernardo. I mean, that iconic picture of George Shakir yes. hitting that high kick yeah. uh, yep. is like one of the most famous dance pictures of all times. Really? Oh yeah. And uh, every time I see him walking towards me, I think he's going. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> he he is such a, a a gentleman, and talk about a, a throwback to classic Hollywood. Um, and now he sells beautiful jewelry, by the he way. He makes fabulous jewelry, and he looks exactly the same. So, Brian, in in your YouTube videos and singing pop, how come you haven't seen any musical theater stuff? Um, I just try to do with what's popular, that's trending on YouTube, because that's what's getting the most traffic. And that's the fastest way to just kind of that's the get, business get my side of it. Right. It's, it's more of the marketing. It's a marketing choice more than it is a personal favorite kind of choice. So, Tony, I have a little clip. Um, you know, having the opportunity to, to interview you and read about your, your past, I am one of the biggest Anne Margaret fans that you will ever find. Talk about sexy uh, singer, dancer. Um, we have a clip from you, actually, um, highlighted uh, dancer, and you, you became friends with these people in Viva Las Vegas, which is such a great film. Um, Kurt, can, can we take it here? And it's, it's right at your entrance. Uh, the girl in red. The woman in, in red. And I mean, look at that's I was pressing Anne Margaret, you guys. I think that's Sharon Brooks, my still my good friend. Now Here we go. How many takes was this shot in? in? There we go. There's there Johnny. <laughs> Look at that booty. Woo! Talk about booties. Yeah. Work that booty. <laughs> Look at you go. <laughs> the energy is just like so it's, contagious. It's it's awesome. Dance sequences in older films cannot match the new sequences because in the new sequences there's so many cutaways and they're not real dancers. Right. Like you said, ah. Eric, this energy, look at this. 
This energy doesn't happen anymore. No, it doesn't. It's free. It's raw. It's happy. You know, everyone is honestly enjoying what they're doing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Love it. Audience looks a little whitewashed. I, I, I will say. <laughs> oh my goodness! Look at that. Oh, my that's God. crazy. How much rehearsal went into a scene a like this? A lot of rehearsal. We rehearsed much more in that time period than, yeah. than people get to to rehearse now. If, if you if I if you really want to get jealous, <laughs> I was the assistant choreographer on this uh, movie, and David Winters choreographed it, and I also was Anne's dancing. So I got to rehearse everything <gasps> with Elvis. Did he flirt with you? <gasps> no, no. Um, I'm about to have a heart I mean, attack over here. It was, it was, uh, there was an intense situation going on between Anne and Elvis. Uh, you heard it here, folks. Scandalous. When, when is your biography I think she had a big out, crush on him. Oh, well, how, how could you not? Drop. Well, I, I, he, was, he was not my type. I was really waiting for the Rolling Stones to come into town. You know? <laughs> I mean, That's how you rolled. Okay, here we go. I was, here we go. I, 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 was, I was waiting for that. that. Um, but, gee, I loved Elvis. We, we danced together a lot because what they would do is they would take me in we would create the number with Lance Legault, his dance in, and then I would go and work with Elvis and hold his hand and do all the stuff with him and then go teach Anne the routine. <laughs> then they would bring the two of them out together in front of everybody and reteach them like they had never seen it before. Oh, oh so that they could save so face even on the so that And so that they weren't, you know, one wasn't slower than the other one. But let me tell you, wow. they both were extraordinarily quick, fast, talented, and just the icons that you would think they would be. They were extraordinarily hard-working, intense people. I mean, everybody in that time period and everybody that I've ever worked with, the, the icons are, you know, and I'm sure you too, Naomi, mm -hmm. people work hard. Mm -hmm. They Successful work, people really work hard. Really work so hard. Yeah, you know. And they're, everybody is like an obsessive, kind of obsessive work. Mm -hmm. And you love it. You don't work hard because you have to, because you're trying to get your social media up, moving. You work hard because... Because you love your work, mm -hmm. and because you're 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 in, into it, you know, and you you study and and uh, so so I've been so lucky. I've been so lucky. That was just the beginning of my career of how lucky. You know, it's funny. One of my favorite quotes is by Thomas Jefferson. He said, um, "It seems that the harder I work, the luckier I get." There you go. Yeah, so I what, that a sums it up. <laughs> what a beautiful quote. What a beautiful quote. Well, it's funny you, you mentioned social media because before people could just focus on their craft, be in a movie, focus on their family, focus on their on their getting the next film. But now social media is such a thing. And Brian, you can't just make a video, like you said, to what you like. Social media, and Tony, you're on social media as well. Now that's part of the business. Naomi, I mean, hello. Like that's how you get booked is yeah. is, is yeah. participation. People are getting now roles now right. from that. By but, just by keeping up with their social media. Yeah, yeah. I'm but terrible but at social media. Right, but it's almost no. scary. It, it, it yeah. is. It's not almost. I don't think it's a good thing. It's very be, scary because you know that some dancers for a commercial might get cast because they've got more likes on but their they're Facebook not as talented. and yeah. they're not as talented. That's what's as, happening. And that's to me like asking someone their age. Yeah. 
You know, we if, don't ask anybody's they, age if, here, no, by no, the way. No, no, no. If you're up for a part and you look right, yeah. you're great in the reading. What does okay. it matter? Look, I was 39 when I recorded Mickey. Shut up. <laughs> running around in that cheerleader <laughs> outfit. Oh, and now listen, is this- I couldn't have gotten a record deal now at 39. But you couldn't Google me, baby, then. Yeah. You see. Now, okay, true or false, like, put, put this myth to rest. In the Mickey video, were you wearing your actual high school cheerleading Absolutely. outfit? Absolutely. You guys, and that was from Las Vegas High School, right? Absolutely. I was, that was... Damn, girl. That was, that was uh, quite a biography that I was doing in that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's my letter sweater. LVHS. <laughs> So th- those those iconic uh, beach films, because you were featured um, in... Uh, well, I got to, to be the assistant choreographer to David Winters. We did so many of those beach films. And I, I did for last year, I did all these clips on my YouTube channel. Tony, Tony Basil. Basil's House. Tony, Tony Basil's, Basil's house. house. When can I come to your house, by the way? Well, <laughs> if you're, if you're going to dance, you can we're come. We're coming. You, can you don't want to see dance. me dance. Yeah, well. um, and, uh, you know, I thought, wow, I did really a lot of... Of beach films. But th- th- that was the sign of the times. I want to look at a clip that you did. I'm, I'm one of the only ones that love the monkeys more than the Beatles. <laughs> I know it's heresy. I'm going I'm to burn in hell. But you were part of such an interesting project that was an art film at the time. And it was not a regular beach film. It was the monkeys movie Head. And I don't know if, if you guys are familiar with Head. It was such um, an odd artistic piece. It was music some uh, speaking Jack Nicholson was in it, it was he just... also was one of the writers oh I forgot about that yeah yes um, and you were featured with one of my uh, heartthrob kid. I mean this is how I knew coming out talking about coming out coming this, this out was day. the first time I was like ooh what was that <laughs> <laughs> um, here's uh, his Davy Jones's solo sequence um, and t- the dancing is so different from movies at the time um, so I, I, I wanted you to, to rewatch it and, and comment on it um, go ahead a moment did explain there's our girl. Yes, I did choreograph this, uh, assisted by Jimmy Hibbard, my friend, who's now living in Canada. And of course, I also choreographed another number in this film, uh, the um, belly dance number ah. with the hookah pipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, Davy is very short. Was that easier or tougher to work with? And it, uh, this is just from an outsider. It looks like you're leading him. <laughs> no. No. Really? Okay. Yeah. You know, he was pretty talented. Oh, I know he was talented. Oh. He was in Oliver, um, Broadway, and in and the West End. Um, and so, so funny about Davy Jones, you know, he was brought in to be the, the heartthrob. Star Trek, some star, I'm sure. such a nerd. They brought Walter Kane again to play Chekhov to be like Davy Jones for Star Trek because they kind of looked alike. Oh. What was the environment of the film? Because you guys knew you were working on an interesting project. It wasn't. Well, that was kind of the beginning of, of a time where artists, underground filmmakers, actors, dancers, singers, kind of all came together and that was a beginning of a click. Bob Rafelson um, who put that together with Bert Schneider they later on went to do Five Easy Pieces that Jack starred in Jack wrote, was one of the writers on Head. Also was good friends with Dennis Hopper and Peter Fonda that Jack replaced Rip Torn for Easy Rider. And you were in and I Easy was in Rider. Easy Rider. But right. we were all this clique that 
hey, I read for the part of Easy Rider, but <laughs> I did know them. We all knew each other. And it was this kind of amazing art click that was happening that we really worked together for quite a long time. I think uh, even through Dennis's uh, film called The Last Movie, we were all in that too. We, we kind of see that nowadays, like like with the Christopher Guest films and Judd Apatow has yes. his people, Paul Feig has have his the, people. It's more of like a, an ensemble yeah. that kind of goes with them with It's the, easier each work. Yeah. So, uh, how was coming back to Freak Show, Naomi, from Asylum? Some of the cast were returners, some of them were not. It was all different. Was it like coming home? Yeah, I mean, the first time around, it felt like I was... Like I was somehow at this fabulous party and did anybody know that I wasn't supposed to be invited and still got in, you know? Whereas the second time around, I was really, you know, I had a, a permanent place at the big kids table. It wasn't a fluke. It was, I was mm-hmm. invited. Mm-hmm. So it's, that's mm-hmm. nice. But well, I mean, it makes mm-hmm. sense. Like when, mm-hmm. you know, creatives like that, they, like they find their people that work well together. Why not recycle? Right. You know, Brian, is it is it because all of your pieces are, are, are pretty much solo. And from what I understand, you film them by yourself. You edit them by yourself. Is it weird to kind of be out there on your own? You know, I spent so much time waiting for someone to discover me. And finally, I was just like, you know, enough. I don't want to wait anymore. I was like, I'm going to do this myself. I'm going to learn the things that I don't know. And I literally would spend two hours trying to figure out one button on editing program because I had to I had to that's the hard work that Tony was talking about and hours and hours and hours of the learning curve but at the end of the day I don't have to hire somebody to film me I don't have to hire someone to edit me and I have that freedom of being the model being behind the camera and I'm have more control of my product so it is a lot of hard work but it's exciting now because of the freedom well, that click I was talking about was very influenced by an artist who's having a huge retrospective in New York now at the Museum of Modern Art and will be opening up San Francisco Museum of Modern Art, Bruce Connor, who has 45 years of, of, of assemblages, paintings, filmmaking. The acid scene in Easy Rider, ah. that editing was inspired by his style of filmmaking. That kind of filmmaking where you picked up the camera yourself and you edited yourself inside the camera was what was happening at the time. And that's when you said it was an odd film head. Yes. You see, everybody was influenced by that click. And only up until now with YouTube and people being able yep. to have the equipment like you to do your own thing because I bet Naomi will say oh, yeah. <laughs> you have to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. If you do not go out and do it yourself, no one's going to do it. For no you. one is going to do it for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. I I mean <laughs> It, it cheers like to that. We we all agree. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. To us. Cheers. No, I mean I truly I, I felt like it was like a chicken or egg situation. Like I can't get cast unless I have something on my resume, but I don't I I can't I can't get anything on my resume if I like, can't get cast. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like I was like, ah so I, I had the exact same realization, like, well shoot, I'll cast myself. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately I I'm a total technophobe like I'm seriously like Luddite right. I cannot I can barely check my email like the fact that I could find a text <laughs> before yeah, but your the show Tinder's, was over your Tinder's pretty on point Tinder? oh please 
Oh, here's Naomi playing Okay, Coy. celebrity Tinder, maybe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> celebrity Tinder. Can you imagine? Cinder. It'd be like Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby. People are swiping right Tinder. on me right now. I, I would. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in any case, no, but I mean, yeah. If, if And it was hard. Yeah. I mean, for I, every now and then... You know, I remember actually um, being at a, at a general audition once and um, the casting person saying, so <laughs> what's your deal? <laughs> you know, and I was like, I've got this kind of, if you build it, they will come attitude. And yeah, I know everything on my resume, I produced, I wrote, I directed, I designed, I, mean, I tore the you, tickets. But if you think you know, about power, what power means, power is a source that comes from within. It's mm -hmm. in need of nothing. Mm -hmm. And that's your power. Everyone's looking outside of themselves and it's within that mm -hmm. it comes from. So you tap into that and you start producing that energy, that magnetism, that charisma, and people are going to be drawn to you. Yeah. Well, and it's not enough to just like have a fantastic rack. Not that I would know what that's about. <laughs> or, you know, be being related to someone of any concept. I mean, my parents probably declined. They probably did decline. I'm just kidding. But the we point did reach is, out. You know, we did. <laughs> but I mean, it's you. You need more than that. You need to also put it out there. You know. Absolutely. Well, you know, Create. I, I uh, um, conceptualized and directed and literally edited the offline of Mickey and all my videos all by myself. Mm -hmm. And then when everything was a hit. And the money guys came in, they went, oh no, you can't direct your own videos. Ugh. You can't, you can't, you can't. And it was like, excuse me, I, I thought that you liked what I did. And exactly. that's, and I hear those horror stories all the time. You do your own thing, your own thing, your own thing. Then yep. all of a sudden you get hired and somebody goes, well, it's their money. And they start telling you what to do. Yep. Well, it's, I it's it's ironic too because even before you did Mickey, you were one of the original lockers. Yes. Which oh, one were, of the earliest performances right. on Saturday Night Live, but by the second way. Second show. But they said, but it, it's it's a wow. group that is. Can you guys imagine second show of Saturday Night Live? That's crazy. Huge, but they oh changed God. the face of dance. Yeah, thank street, you very street, much. You're welcome. And and it was a it was a genre. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but street dancing almost is like what it was called. Well, we came correct? from the street, right? So. <laughs> You guys, we didn't go to dance class. Right, you literally changed. It the was face. improvisational. It came out of improvisational. It was created. The dance was created by Don Campbell, Lock Campbell, right. and all these a year before Soul Train, and then a lot of the dancers were on Soul Train, and he had a song called the Campbell Lock that was to me like wow James Brown or something, and it wasn't happening. It wasn't happening, and I thought well so. We kind of got it on Raider Record. I was not his manager. I was a, like a fan. And uh, it did like, okay. And then, but I was choreographing. And I took videos and film, not video, films around of him. And I got a call one day saying, remember that guy? Is there more of him? We're doing the Roberta Flack special. She's crossing over. We'd like something like that. And that was, that was the chance. But it took two years wow. of wow. trying to make it happen. Uh, we, we actually have oh. a, a, a question oh. from the uh, chat room. Hey, Mom. Hey there. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, Mom. Hey. I wish I was there. <laughs> yes, I know, Mom. I'm going to hear about this. What's the question? The question is, what has been Tony's favorite thing that she's ever done in her career? Oh. You question. know, whatever. Thank you. Hopefully... Thanks, 
it's whatever you're doing at the moment. Mm-hmm. What a great answer. Okay, but let's it's got, no, it's got to be, but here. it's no, 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 no. It's got to be whatever you're oh, doing at the moment That's has the got to be the favorite because you've got to be thrown into it. In retrospect, yes. In oh, re- I love how you just said that. In 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 retrospect, I think I think forming the lockers was maybe the most important thing because it really did. Thank you. You're change welcome. Change the, the face, face of, of dance. dance. Yes. It did. Everything it was different after did. that. All these brilliant street style dancers that had no shot at um, earning a living at their craft went. Wow, they're on television because you didn't really get a check when you did Soul Train. You danced for free. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you danced on TV, you got scale. And man, that was more than anybody other dancers we knew were getting. And it really gave a future and it changed everything. Was Saturday Night Live, that performance, was that the first national exposure for? I mean, no. 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 We were in Johnny Carson. Awesome. We, we we and that that year, we okay that year, <laughs> we the next year maybe it was opened up for Frank Sinatra at, at Carnegie, Carnegie Hall. Hall. Yeah. Frank Sinatra, you guys, and toured wow. with him. The <laughs> same year, we opened up for the Ohio Players and the Funkadelics at Radio City Music Hall. Now, an act that can open up for Sinatra yep. and the Funkadelics has got something going. And it, we were just unique. They didn't know what hit them when they saw it. I had a friend that I was talking to in New York. Actually, he was one of the songwriters of um, uh, He's On Down the Road. Oh, hello. And, no is. and he said, he said, you know, I said, what are you doing now? This is before he wrote he, he, he wrote The Wiz. And he said, oh, you know, we're doing something like the, the Lockers. He said, you know who they are? And I said... I'm I'm one of the lockers. (laughs) And he was like so stunned, you know, because he saw this group, but they didn't know what hit them. And he didn't, couldn't even put that together. You know, I mean, it was, it was amazing. And you you can, you know, I keep uh, trying to put out on the lockers Facebook, everything that we're doing, because Shabadoo goes out there, he's teaching all over the world. Don's just got back from the Philippines. Uh, Fluky Luke, Slim the Robot, myself, Greg Campbellock Jr. has passed away, and so has Fred Rerun Barry, because Fred Barry, Rerun from What's Happening, was one of the lockers. Shabadoo was one of the lockers. I mean, come on. I know we were going to say this for later in the show, but we have uh, the viral video yeah, from YouTube, it. and it's you um, dancing a couple of months ago in July, right? Yeah, yeah. So check this out. This uh, this video got six million views, Ooh. like like overnight. It's um, phenomenal. You, you just have to see th- this in is your house. house. No, it's not <laughs> in my house. The house. No, no, no. I was visiting uh, a, a very, very famous. Uh, Parisian street dancer ah. who came in to teach a workshop and it uh, was house style my style is locking and uh, I kind of hid in the back trying to do his stuff yeah. uh-huh. and then after class he started saying I want to say that I'm so honored to have Tony Basil in the class and I thought oh my god he knows who I am da, 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 da. and he said would you do me the honor of dancing for me and I was not prepared he said put some music on for Tony so Okay, this check this out. Result. This is insane. I insane, can't wait. you guys. This video's gone viral. Look at this. It's my James Brown. 
imitation. Wow. That's locking. This is yes. you oh unprepared. Yeah. Oh in, my god. In flip flops, right? Better those are those are sandals. Those are my Crocs and I was socks. gonna say. <laughs> Look at this. I was flying by the seat of my pants. Let me tell you, I, I'd never heard that song before. <laughs> yeah, but that's a professional. Sometimes yeah. you just gotta do that. Look at the look at the movement, the fluidity. It's so fluid. It's so, it's so smooth. <laughs> it's uh, the transition. It's, it's, yeah. it's great. It incorporates so many different styles. Yeah, it was an all styles. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I love dancers and singers who are versatile. So you know what? I did my stocking too and went on the wet your actual personal homepage and there's one of you with I, I feel like some of your your friends that we were just talking about in your home. I am Don Campbell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the that is the, the eight minute Oh go see of, that. Like, go to that right now if everyone's listening. Go to her, her webpage and watch that eight-minute video. It's phenomenal. And it's, while you're at it, like the lockers on Facebook Look as at the well. response. Look at the energy from from the youth. From, from it looks like she's just getting started. Yeah. yeah Turn this. Yeah. <laughs> this looks like this was cut away from some MGM movie. Because I dance at my studio, which is in the back of my house, uh, every day. I drag myself in there. But I was able to do that. Because I improvise all the time. It's what we're talking right, about, right. Naomi. Awesome. Improvising all the time. So um, I know we're going to take another quick break, but I want to talk about your choreography for other stars, such as Tina Turner, uh, David Bowie. Um, and then we have a picture of you at Bed Midler for one of the early shows. Um, and then you did the choreography for The Rose, which is one of my favorite, favorite movies. Uh, and then you recently, uh, you did uh, Bette Midler's... Her tour, her Caesar Palace. Her Caesar Palace, we were there for two years. And then we just did her USA tour. And we just got back from the UK. And she is opening up on Broadway I was going to say, you better have tickets to that opening Dolly. night. Dolly. We, we actually have a, a clip um, of, of the trailer of a Bette Midler show. And this is all your choreography. This is your, your, your art. Um, Direction um, and your history with Bette Midler. I mean, friends for years yeah. and years. Yeah, we shop. Yeah, we, we shop. I just have to say how different tonight is from the last time I was here with Tara Reed. <laughs> oh, Tara Reed. <laughs> That's so, all. That's all I had to say. Yes. Well, poor Tara. Look at this. <laughs> but poor like, Naomi. I've only offended Tara Reed, right? <laughs> yeah. She's not listening. So, this choreography, the, the, the image, and. Talk about another icon. Oh. Ugh. The the best part about the choreography to me is that everything is so epic. You know, it's like everything is so thought out. But it fits it's, their personality. Yeah. This choreography is Bette Phenomenal. Um, and you choreographed, like I said, for Tina Turner and David Bowie and for a number of films. Um, do you enjoy choreographing for a personality? I love it. Yeah. Especially when they're those people. Like, you're going to pay me? To be next stand next to Tina Turner. Well, okay, I'll, I'll take a check. Uh, I'm but sure I she was equally free. as equally. I'll do it. Uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, I got a call one one day. Tina's left Ike. She's in hiding. Would you be her choreographer when she comes out? Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Disco Inferno that you see in the movie yep. is is actually Michael Peters did the exact choreography that was my disco 
Inferno. That's awesome. And that was in her first show. So then, that does, we did for her. Th- is, does your process change when it's you know someone when you're choreographing for Tina Turner, and then when you choreograph for you know House Bunny and Legally Blonde? Yes, because you did both of those. Yes. So what's what's the difference in your process when you um, attack something like? It depends on the artist. Okay. Like, whether they can dance or not. Whether well they yes or what. Is their dance? Beth's dance is those little fast steps, yeah. you know, and her intense personality. Um, Bowie comes from mime and theater. So interesting. And Tina comes from her kind of street. I remember before I ever even knew Ike and Tina Turner, we went to. Ciro's Club in the 60s, and we're now one of the com- comedy stories or some one of those stores, one of those comedy clubs. And I saw Ike and Tina Turner, <laughs> and I thought, well, what is she doing? Hmm. What are these steps? Same thing with James Brown. What are they doing? Well, even Elvis, when he first started, it was like, what, what are they doing on stage? Because they're doing something that comes from also social dancing. Oh. You see, whereas you're used to seeing Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, that's kind of train dancing. It's beautiful. I mean, oh, my God. But you see what the lockers were to street mm-hmm. also. That was the street of our time. Tina was doing some kind of cross between social dance, popular dance, gospel, and a church. Tr- and, and a little tribal where it was just church, and sweaty. And- yeah. And then she'd make it her own. But there was a step that she was doing, I can't remember, maybe the first or second tour that I worked with her on. Not the first one. It was one of the later ones. And I said, what's that step? And she said, I got it from Sting. (laughs) Sting? I don't recall ever seeing Sting do a step. No, no, no. He did in a video. He did. And she did her version of some walk. He did. And she made it her own. Because... You know, all these dances that she did, the camel walk, she made her own, all the, the, the go-go stuff, though she and the iCats really made it their own. Improv, like you yeah. said. I mean, it's like James Brown, that crazy little step that he did that I did in that opening of Viral Video, that comes from the mashed potatoes. But he took mm-hmm. the mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes, yay, yeah. mashed potatoes, yay. He <laughs> took that step and he intertwined it and reworked it and made it his own. Michael Jackson took a stare. Uh, Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly, yep. James Brown, The Lockers, The Electric Boogaloos, tore it up, ripped it up, put it in a pie, made a whole nother pie out of it, made it his own. But that's what entertainment is. Even Shakespeare thinks, oh, he wrote Romeo and Juliet and Macbeth and Hamlet. No, he didn't. Those were borrowed stories. Even the Bible was borrowed. Well, I shouldn't say that. But there's borrowed stories everywhere. Too soon, too but soon. there's it's, it's, it's homage and it's <laughs> learning. It's learning from other artists and yeah. then making it our own. This yeah. is this is this is what entertainment's uh, about. It's, it's being yeah. inspired. Yeah, it's about being inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna take a look at Mickey. Obviously, what I loved is that I didn't know that this was kind of an homage to another song, but you added that chant. Yes, um, it was originally called Kitty, sung by a group called Racy. You know. <laughs> well, it should come back now with and Trump. I, changed and his, I was gonna say I, was gonna I say. changed That's it ironic. to Mickey because I thought it kind of rhymed. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see uh, a, a little bit of it, and I. 
to know like that was your age when you did this and that was your original um... I, and I could have never gotten a deal if anybody would have known my <laughs> age oh that's not the original one that's the one this is the one with Spaz and, and Shabadoo from my BBC special oh okay oh okay we love BBC. Yeah. <laughs> I remember listening to this um, at the roller skating rink and just like rocking. Yeah. Out. The original d- one was done with the Carson High cheerleaders. The original video, the MTV video. Look at Spaz and Shabadoo. Oh my God. Two talented street dancers. But it's, I feel like we kind of keep going back to the incredible point that you made earlier on in the show about. You know, the first five years, you think that you need to improv before you go into a class. It's so eminent in everything that we've been talking about. You know, you guys are literally just having fun and bringing your own take on classical things in this video. It's, it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. That voice is so iconic. Yeah. Like, you hear it and you know exactly Tony Basil. Well, you think of like the other artists these days that are trying to make it seem like they're like Katy Perry. Yeah. You're, you're, you're not Tony Basil. You know what I mean? Like there are people that try and yeah. do this, which must be very complimentary to you. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> My mom said earlier today, you hear a few notes of this and you cannot be in a bad mood. No. You're just like. <laughs> That's wonderful. Amazing. Yep. But I'm sure it drove a lot of moms crazy. That the 80s. kids might have been called Mickey. <laughs> well, and you wouldn't get off the charts for the whole month of December in the 80s. That was just you and Mickey. You know, I never got to enjoy it. I was always somewhere else promoting it. Yeah, I right. enjoy it more now. Now, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But look at the dancing. Look at everything. But it's like you put this video next to the video that we just watched of you dancing, and it's literally the same thing. It's amazing. Yeah, right? You know, like if you put those two videos up against one another. Oh, look at yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> but look how the guys are so yeah. clever. Oh, yeah. And all this relationship. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and it feels so real and spontaneous and, you know. But literally, so they, they could play this anywhere. I want this played at my funeral and nobody's going to be sad. <laughs> 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 all right. Thanks, Kurt. Uh, just this, this amazing career. So, Tony, it, it's so fun having you next to to, to Brian Hahn. Brian, um, I, you know, I I, I know you. Uh, a lot of your fans don't know that you also are a consummate singer. Yeah, I actually started out um, on YouTube just doing covers, and I've worked as a wedding singer for three mm. years. Okay, mm. how awful is that, by the way? I've been a wedding <laughs> singer too. How awful is that? Why is it awful? You know, oh my God, I, Naomi. Honestly, like, so the weddings... No love and stuff. No. Well, the weddings I did were high-end Jewish weddings. So we had headset mics, and we'd go out in the oh, audience. that's good. And we would dance, and it was like a concert. And you got a check. Oh, yeah. And there's yes. nothing bad about that. Amen, okay. sister. But right? if you're a wedding singer, and you're, like, in the corner of some rec room, and they've given you, no, like, a bingo calling microphone... Like it was never But listen, like if that. you're getting a check, you're getting I had a, a dyslexic uh, piano player play for me once, and I was singing Sondheim. Let me tell you how well that went. <laughs> no, no. Coming from someone who hates drums. <laughs> well, yeah. But you've, you've written your own music, too, which is so beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, so your YouTube channel, let's, let's, just, let's just all bring it out in the front. You're known... Uh, or the back. Yeah, you know, more you're so the known, back. Um, quote, unquote, like the, the, the best 
uh, booty rear end on the internet. Ah. It, it really happened. Award winning. By accident, honestly. But it's kind of turned into this whole marketing platform where more people are hearing about other parts of my life than would have ever heard if I didn't have this platform that's gone viral. So. Wow, that's quite a platform. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but you could also talk about Brian how social media has actually played in your favor with something like this because like you said every earlier video. you used it as a marketing tool. So the videos, the Every video right. you put out gets so many views. It's it like you could put you like with like putting pepper on on your steak and people are like click click click. Right. I'm 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 one of them. I'm telling you. I, I honestly believe that the marketing strategy is almost more important than the content itself. I actually write the content around the marketing strategy. I have to have an idea, okay, how is this gonna get out there? Why are people gonna click this? And form my content around this kind of brilliant idea. And um, that's, it's definitely shoved my content into the limelight. And do you sure. make money? Oh yeah, I've made a living from YouTube stars. Make <laughs> you are going to give me a class. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's not going to be. No. It's yeah. not going to be an exercise. It's going to be because I just look. I had to have a girlfriend come over and say, you know, I'm on this radio show, and they want me to tweet it and Instagram it. Can you tweet? Because I got it up on Facebook, but how do I tweet it and Instagram it? So I'm the same. I need a lesson. All right, I got you. Naomi's got to go to that lesson too. <laughs> no, Naomi's yeah. no. Well, you I'm, are good I'm at reposting. I'm good with social media. Oh, you didn't repost this show though. I'll, I'll tell you. I that am much. so sorry. Um, <laughs> did you notice how sincere that was? Uh, <laughs> no, but I did have a friend die. I made you have. What? Sorry. No, I had to. I had <laughs> really to. Really, you have to take it there. I, I went there. You know what? You just made me look bad by not <laughs> sharing it. So I, you've been sorry. Anyway, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you? What did you start? Uh, what did you make your priority first? Was it your music or was it your fitness? Well, when I was twenty years old, I actually got signed to a record label, and I moved to Los Angeles for the first time. And for four years, I worked as a recording artist, songwriting. I was in the studio, and I actually. MTV's logo. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I had a number one video on MTV logo, which was kind of just starting out as a channel mm -hmm. at the time. And um, then when everything went digital, um, they dropped all the new artists because they didn't know where the industry was going. Tower Records closed. And so then that's when I kind of got depressed and I moved to Miami and I worked as a wedding singer for three years and then got into fitness. So that was kind of like where that ended up. There's going like a movie in this. Back. Yeah. yeah. It's been crazy journey. It's honestly been. Nothing sounds more depressing than wedding singing in Miami. In Miami. <laughs> but, like, so that's what you did. Sing sunrise, sunset again. Yeah, right. Right. Uh. I was like, I just want to go to the beach. I just want to feel the sun. And um, so that's what I did. And then, so I was going to say, Brian, how do you come up with, I'm going to just show everyone at the round table. How do you come up with, uh, Brian has an animal training test, which I actually took, by the way. So <laughs> what it is, it's a uh, fitness test or survey, per se, that you fill out and it gives you a certain number of points or a certain I got the blue whale. And it tells you, <laughs> based on the animal that you get assigned to, which fitness program you should partake in. Um, what I think is cool is your... Brian's booty workout right here in the top <laughs> corner of the screen. Download now. So it, I get what you're saying, how people sort of brought up other parts of this and that just because of your platform that you had from this. Well, That's yeah, what happened amazing. was I actually, I was doing this little joke video to the movie Easy A where Emma uh, Stone, uh, she 
uh, opens up this card and sings along to it. And I was like, I'm just going to reenact this. In a t-shirt and briefs. Because I think it's I remember funny. that video. But like five, <laughs> I sec- remember the actual five movie. seconds of the, the video, I was laying on a bed and it kind of accent my backside. And He's so polite, you guys. I just have to say backside. <laughs> and literally that five seconds sent the video to every blog from here to China in the gay community. And everybody was asking me, what do you do for your butt workout? And I thought to myself, I have this fitness book that I've written two years ago. I can't figure out how to sell. I'm going to put it in the video description and tell people, buy the book if you want to know what I do. Because it was in there. It was chapter three of the book. My sales went through the roof. And so then I realized, oh, my God, I have... I have like a strategy here. I have a marketing strategy of like, that's five seconds. I could do a whole video. So when you were depressed, you I would have just taken my shirt off and maybe my pants apparently and looked in the mirror. No, but but here's here's the thing that a lot of your fans don't realize. You know, you're so, so to speak, naked in front of the camera to your fans. You interact with the fans. A lot of people don't realize that you are very introverted and quiet yourself. I am. I actually, I had, I'm not, it's not in my nature to. Are you okay? Now we just <laughs> impaled herself. She's so enthralled with your booty. She just impaled herself. Well, I'm so like starstruck. And now I, I just want, I wanted you to take your shirt off. No, the shirt is not, well, the shirt is, is great. But But we're moving past oh, that. Okay. What, was it weird to I'm like. I'm just saying I might impale myself. Be, being such a quiet person, was it, was it weird to be outed, so to speak, in like, Oh, we now have to focus on your rear end, and now you're a gay celebrity. Was that weird for you? Um, I think it was overwhelming in the sense that I'm not a natural extrovert. So, you know, just kind of being overwhelmed with, you know, people, they see you out, and they're like, oh, my God. And you're like, oh, my God. (laughs) I remember walking through the mall in San Francisco, and this girl just went crazy. She's like, oh, my God. And it was Wait, like what did the she middle do? Of <laughs> do that one more time. <laughs> she freaked out, and she's like, ah, yeah, and like made this huge scene. And at that moment, I realized, like, oh my god, like people, this I, is happening. Because it's just numbers on a screen, and then you go out in public, and you realize, mm-hmm. oh my god, people are really watching this. Here's the thing about your videos: people comment, good or bad. Of course, everybody's in love with you, um, you know. But every now and then, you'll you'll get that hater, and I love the way. You know that that you you just keep such a positive attitude for other social media stars. What do you what tips do you have for dealing with haters that come you, out of nowhere? You know what? This is how I feel about it. When the haters stop hating, that's you're when not you doing need to something right. Right. That means your career is you know as long as they're there, nobody's going to try to bring you down unless they can see that you're rising. So it's a compliment. Just the fact that they see you. You know, going somewhere, a lot of it stems from jealousy. You know, maybe they wish it was them getting the attention or whatever. But the fact that they're watching, the fact that they're even engaged, I I really don't believe in all publicity is good publicity. The more people that are talking to you about, you know, and and say someone says something really hateful, blah, blah, this, you know, Brian on, blah, 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 he's whatever. Hot. That person is going (laughs) to go and watch you and form their own opinion. And so you don't really have to worry. Well, plus your haters are watching the video in the first place. And believe me, they're not walking away just watching the video. Um, is it hard to date? When you're that hot. 
<laughs> no, no, no. But like when people have like a certain thing or you think that they're only paying attention to one aspect of you or just the YouTube. And, and Tony, like your private life is, is very private, which I love when celebrities are private. It's like, you know what? I want to think about what it is that you're doing, what your art is. And I don't want to, you know, get involved in whatever. I, but I is think it the, art? the hardest part for dating for me is the person in the videos is this fictional character that I have created who is ridiculous outlandish does these crazy ass things and <laughs> did you say crazy ass yes <laughs> <laughs> and he me, meant cra crazy backside <laughs> rear <laughs> and me in general like as a person is more like shy more chill more low-key and um so it, it's kind of fun like being this crazy outrageous character but w when people meet you in person they're it's a different person. So it, that aspect kind of throws people off a little bit. And you have a big connection with animals that uh, I think a lot of your viewers don't know. And we have some pictures of you with animals. You've literally traveled around the world um, to every country. Um, and you filmed in every country. Like you're in the middle of India and you're like, look at my booty. And just be like, oh my Lord, what's happening? Um, but you know, you're wearing a thong on an elephant. But tell right. me. Perfect. <laughs> well, that elephant was happy. Look at that elephant's smiling. Look at that elephant's trunk. Talk about the Temple of Doom. Anyway. So, um, but you, you also. Oh my God, the monkeys. The monkeys. So, so amazing. Cute. You love animals and you have a very special kindredship with monkeys. It's really. Or uh, not monkeys. No, no honestly. It's really like the craziest thing. I think because I love them so much, I think they feel that. Like even when I'm out, I'll have like birds like literally like walk up to me and like squirrel. They, they do. Friends. No, That's they right. do. That's why animals, birds like crap animals pick on up me. on that. For Please sure. do a Snow White <laughs> yeah, video with animated. No, it is, it's like that. Dude. And I actually got hired by Zoo Miami to work with the giraffes, rhinos, and camels. And they would call me the giraffe whisperer because they were always trying to get the giraffes to come over so the people who paid for food could feed them. And literally the second I would go on shift, all five giraffes would literally and I'm like, what in the world? I just, I think they just know that I love them so much. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh. That's so sweet. That's such I a different really per persona. I feel like that's why, because I do. I'm so passionate. Ever since I was little, I've been obsessed. It was all I do with my spare time. I had an encyclopedia of every animal. Oh my I God, knew, I did too. I had the I wrote, Animal Planet one. Like little National information that I thought right people now. should know. It, like, it was such a passion of mine. Yeah, for sure. Um, Tony, what's something with your personality being out there and being an icon? Uh, what is what is something from your personality that you will share with us that people might be a little surprised to know about? I don't know something that you feel or something that we don't know from your persona. And then also to piggyback on that, just because I know we have a lot of listeners who are obsessed with the fact that you worked on RuPaul's Drag University, so I'd like to know about that as well. We have a lot of people mm -hmm. who want to know about that. That's like th four hundred questions. No, it's two. One. Two questions. I'm very nocturnal. Oh, I ah. could see that, though. I could very see that. Very nocturnal. You work better at night. I everything is created late at night. Maybe it's because my the my dad was an orchestra leader and he came home late. Mm. It was like you know he was either playing at the Chicago Theater or then when we were in Vegas it was the Sahara Hotel. So I I have this I can go. I love to go to the markets really late at night and kind of lean on those carts 
and roll around. There's something that just... <laughs> oh my God, I so want to go grocery shopping with you right now. There's like a video in that. Brian Hahn and Tony Basil need to do a joint video in the grocery pavilions. I can tell you every market and every uh, drugstore and even clothing store that's open past 8 o'clock. I know, you know, the, the I know all the Ralphs that are open till, you know, 24 hours. The rock and roll Ralphs on Sunset. I oh, love it. Yeah, what's your grocery store? Which where do you go? Um, oh, I go to <laughs> We're all going to be there. Okay. Okay. Um, well, you know, Whole Foods is open till 11. And Air One is now open till quarter to 12. Yeah. And so is Bristol Farms and Ross is open till 1 in the morning. No. Yes. You know, oh you guys, God. I love Ross. Are you kidding? Yes. You guys, let's have a Ross music takeover. And we just like <laughs> flash mob and we just do it. So How fun. awesome would that I be? Mix, so I mix, my girlfriend is is a milliner, a Montez at um, the Millinery Guild. I wear all her hats because I have no hairdo whatsoever. <laughs> and I mix Barney's. Oh my god! And Ross, there you go. For nice. clothes, she's like yeah. Auntie Mame for every generation. Yeah. Like that, that's like, like. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I love it. Eric, will you please play Rapid Fire on the Rocks with with Mr. Brian Hahn? I will. Let's oh see god, what oh happens. Okay, Brian Hahn, Shag, Mary, Kill, RuPaul, Channing Tatum, and Jack Osborne. Ooh. Um, sh- the the shag. Wait, say it again. Shag, Mary, and Kill. kill. No hard feelings. It's an old game. You know, no. I mean, it's, you know, everyone, we're not offending anyone. RuPaul, Channing Tatum, and Jack Osborne. Well, Channing Tatum, Shag. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I, I would what marry the other him two? every night. I would marry him. <laughs> RuPaul and Jack Osborne. He couldn't remember who the other two were. <laughs> yeah. uh, All right, that's RuPaul enough. I don't, want, I don't want you to kill anyone. <laughs> you don't, I don't want you to kill, I don't want you to kill no, no, anyone. But, but, but you know what? I fell under that trap because you asked me that, and I would say, oh, Shag, Channing Tatum. Or, Ta- no, yeah. marry but then, Channing then you Tatum because then you have him every night. But once you get married, no, you stop, you stop doing it. Okay, I asked Alexander this question too. Describe yourself in a movie title. this is a good one. I like this one. Oh, God. Um... Oh, uh, I'm so terrible at this movie title. Tony, do you want one? No Can business like show business. It's a good one. Oh. That's my movie title. Done. Done. Tony, do you believe you could make a dancer out of anyone if they have the ability to work really hard? Um, well, I can make a performer. A performer. Uh, I can, I can get good. them on the stage. Okay, Brian, have you ever gone commando for an entire day? Yes. What day was that? <laughs> uh, all most of my video shoots. <laughs> no, that's not commando. You're in uh, briefs, briefs, kidding. and briefers. <laughs> and then this question is for all three of you guys, if you'd like to answer. If you could give yourself, um, you know, ten or twenty years ago, some advice, what would it be today? <laughs> um, now don't <laughs> don't stress the little things. Don't stress the little things. Yeah, we worry about stuff that just doesn't matter. At all. And some people that you put so much importance two years in the future, and Tony, I'm sure you know this, people that, that want to like put obstacles in your way, they're not going to matter af- after a exactly. while. Exactly. But I mean, I think it goes back to what you were saying before, to create your own, not wait around for anybody mm. else. Just don't wait, create. Don't wait, create. Mm, I love don't that. wait, create. Is that a movie my, title? It's about my, to be my, a map. My girlfriend, <laughs> Sally Kellerman, said, there isn't, love Sally Kellerman. there isn't an audience in the world that can stop me. 
love That's it. what That's Sally, good. Sally said. I love this it. This is such a funny line. All right, if you can imagine, uh, we're not just done yet. Uh, we are doing I one of our famous segments, and this brings in all of our different personalities, all of our past, all the people that we've met. We do hot or not news, uh, because, you know, we're cutting edge here. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Restivo, please take it away while I pour another Okay, vodka. guys, a drunk father and son were arrested after missing their 7 a.m. flight because they'd spent way too much time at the airport bar. Oh, I do that all the time. What's wrong with that? The unnamed duo, age 60 and a mere 27, were due to board the Monarch Airlines flight to Daliman, Turkey, with the rest of their family this morning. But police say the drink got the better of them, and they arrived at the gate at Manchester Airport too late to get on the plane. But this did not stop the rest of the family, who were already on the flight and made it to Turkey like their original plan. This is the best part. What's when, wrong with that? When police arrived, the men talked themselves into actually being arrested and handed themselves over to the cops and then were escorted out. While the rest of the family went to Turkey. Hot or not? Uh, I, uh, hot. Number one, I don't like to spend a lot of time with my family. So I'd be like, I'll be at the bar anyway. My thing is, like, that's a good bonding time. Let's look at the positive. Father-son bonding. Guys, Turkey or the airport bar? I'm choosing between. No, like, it's just like like, <laughs> like what's your thought? Where, uh, like, is Turkey really where I want to go? Yes, <laughs> they'll kill me in Turkey. They have bars in I'll Turkey. I'll be a stuffed Turkey. Get Why, it? I've heard Istanbul is amazing. Yes. Yeah. Istanbul is not Constantinople. That's a Hitler song. Okay, keeping the discussion going with being okay. in the air. Frightened families watched as a stag party clashed with passengers on a three-hour trip to Spain. An argument was said three to be a dispute. Yeah, a dispute whether to call a ponytail in a man's hair a man bun or a top knot. It's um, called a man bun. Let's just. Connor Cockburn was quoted saying, "I have never been on a flight quite like that." In the fight, a plastic wine bottle hit a ten-year-old child on the head. <laughs> Oh my God, this is like my biography. <laughs> <laughs> so, man bun or top knot? It's a man bun. It's but a man top bun. Top knot is sexier, I think. What's the, in your mind, what's the difference? I don't see much of a difference between Would you a man date somebody with a man bun? What I've seen, actually, I saw one guy where it was super hot. Like, there's a couple guys that can pull it off. No. I mean, have they had one. a top knot? man bun myself <laughs> for a while <laughs> i like to think pepper it, for president you know what you can pull whatever off like it's not hair is actually not all that tony have, have you ever dated somebody with such a ridiculous hairstyle i feel like you would chop it off i feel like tony would take scissors I to in it the 60s yeah so and i dated everything. a lot of rock and roll guys so the all those hairdos are crazy but didn't they just call them ponytails ponytails yeah right yeah, but ponytail was where it belongs different at the, yeah. Tail of a pony, not on top of their head. All right, anyway, moving on. This this one blows my mind, and honestly, uh, uh, only because I'm an animal activist myself, by the way. So I've named this one All Turkeys Matter. Since when are you an animal <laughs> activist, by the way? I'd um, like to know. You're wearing leather. Animals. I'm not wearing... <laughs> you killed one right yeah, now. Yeah. There's one on your foot. It's vegan leather. <laughs> vegan leather. V leather. Vegan leather. In it's Arkansas, like a lizard who did wrong. Okay, listen to this. This is insane. In Arkansas, six live turkeys were dropped from a small plane <laughs> as part of a northwestern Arkansas oh. community annual tradition, oh with God. one of the That's six horrible. apparently passing away when it hit the ground. Oh this is God. disgusting. Oh, I no. only am bringing this up because I'm trying to bring awareness to the craziness that is going on in our company, in our company, in our country. So uh, apparently, 400 lunatics attended this stupid turkey trot of uh, festival Friday Wait, in Arkansas. Wait, that's a statewide thing. Is 400 people? <laughs> 400 lunatics, I wrote, and 90 minutes north of Little Rock, so it's up there. The turkeys were initially dropped straight down for oh a while God, before they get their bear. No. It's not good. 
good to listen to this. No. Um, <laughs> You're bothering Tony Basil, Emmy Award winner, icon of everybody. All right. Well, I'm so sorry to bother you. You but know what? Then I, let's tweet. Um, where? Uh, all turkeys matter. I mean, <laughs> hashtag all turkeys matter. But are they going to be, you know, Thanksgiving dinners? Yeah, yeah but so not, they die like being chopped. Okay, real only fast one of them died. 66 year old Barb Klug of Bull Shoals, which is the name of a town, got the dead turkey and says she plans on serving it for Thanksgiving dinner. And what? How oh, did so they, they live? live? So the, the five of them got their bearings and were able to fly, fly because, or? fun fact of turkeys, they can fly at 100 feet, but they cannot fly at 500 I'll feet. fly at 100 feet if I'm going to my death. So one of them <laughs> did not find their bearings, bearings and glide to a landing like the other five. And apparently this is the tradition every year. They they oh, wait to see the one that does not this? make it. Yell Yellville, Yellville, Arkansas. Yellville, Arkansas. Are we surprised? Yeah. You'd well, expect that you, to Eric. happen in Turkey, not here. All thank you, Eric. Matter. I, I think you should do the next debate because that was really good. One of those good. square states. Uh, listen, what, hot or not, was, was there's just as much of a mess as this debate was. So, I mean, I'm not well, sure that there's much true. of a difference. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the other American horror story. Yeah, yes, exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Hopefully that's what, it, 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 that's what they should call the debate. It'll only be a fiction. Right? American um, Horror Story, the debate. We, we have <laughs> to give a thank you to our sponsors. Our sponsors keep us going, as well as our listeners. Of course, we were all drinking Pride of Rhyme. Not all of us, but Pride of Juno. Me. I drink rum. so much. Pride of Juno Rum. We know that they give back to to the LGBT community, so today oh. National Coming Out Day is great. Uh, they're they're a local company. Go to Facebook, like them, order a bottle. Also, we have to give a shout out to our other sponsor, Tony Basil. Close your ears. It's Spunk oh, Lube. Spunk Lube. Spunk Lube. Um, it's a lube of choice for for many things. <laughs> <laughs> the turkeys don't sound that bad yes. now. <laughs> Spunk Lube is one of our favorite sponsors. Uh, they they spread the word and and, and things like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Um, we also give have to give a shout out to our media sponsor, which is Bears, Cubs, and Scruff. So I just have to ask Tony: Do you even know what a bear, cub, or scruff is in the gay community? I think I do. I think I Ooh. know what a bear is. Yes. Okay. It's, it's um, yes. it was a lot of hair. And usually and like a few extra stocky. pounds. Stocky. stocky. Yeah. In Silver Lake. But yeah. still sexy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a bear in a suit. I'm Paddington Bear. Wait. Hello. <laughs> You're not a bear. No, you don't have any, any facial. You're not hairy oh, enough. I have to shave four times a day. I don't oh. believe that. No, I'm like ISIS under here. It's out of control. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't know what a scruff is. A scruff uh, is like a sexy. Gu- you would be I'm scruff. Probably a scruff right now. Where the body wise doesn't you're fit it. You're kind of a. You're a twink. Oh, yeah, but he's a scruffy <laughs> twink. What? How is that an ouch? That's a compliment. No, <laughs> My ex was a twink. So it's it's yeah, also a while he deceived bag. and betrayed and. Uh, Your boyfriend betrayed. was a cub. So a cub oh. is is younger, uh, but still hairy, but a few extra pounds. Twinks have but like not no bare. bodies. You uh, know? Twinks are like. No, they don't oh. go to the gym. They're super skinny, super oh. young. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was just meth heads. No. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Same thing in West Hollywood. Now, Bright, have you ever dated a bear, cub, or scruff? I think once. Oh, <laughs> once. <laughs> Take off his microphone. <laughs> oh, oh it's, it's Jessica Lang. My Mexican lover. Oh, God. <laughs> can call can him you next put week. him on the, on the microphone? Answer him, answer him on the phone. Oh, my God. Do I it, can't. do it. Say, hola. <laughs> do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. I mean, if he calls back, I had it on oh, pilot uh, right. out of respect for you. <laughs> I didn't retweet you or <laughs> repost. But anyway, um, so but sure, I'll answer the phone during your radio show. <laughs> Those are our sponsors. Um, uh, it's been a great time. We are actually leaving our audience with the music of Brian Hahn. Brian, we have a m- video. 
here's what I wanted to do. People know you, and go to YouTube, look up Brian Hahn. People know you for your very well-produced, well-edited um, parodies. Um, so I wanted to bring it and maybe introduce your, your fans to something a little bit different. It's simply you with a hoodie. So actually, clothes on, clothing. I'm um, singing. So we're gonna we're gonna finish off the show with you singing. Stay uh, before we leave. Once again, let's go around the table. Right. Where can our fans uh, f- where can find, we find you? Yeah. You mean like social media? I don't know. Brian's gonna tell me. <laughs> so <laughs> Brian's you know, gonna I be have, Tony's new social fa- media. I have, uh, Facebook, the Lockers Facebook, authorized Tony Basil Facebook. I have uh, Twitter and and Instagram. Don't ask me the names of them, but it's I've, it's, I've, it's Tony Basil. Okay. Yeah. There's not you a lot. You know better than you know better than me. But I am gonna be in San Francisco the end of October for this Bruce Connor retrospect, and there is an evening of Tony Basil showing Bruce's film of me from nineteen. 1967. Oh my God! And, you guys. Uh, a film Perfection. that I also made during that time period. That's the 27th, and on the 29th, I'm do I'm doing a street dance Hola. workshop and a video lecture in, in uh, at City Dance in in. Uh, in San Francisco. No, so if you're no, in San Francisco, please. Oh, her, her Latin lover just called. Oh, yeah. See? Turn it up. Put it on speaker. Ah, ah, para para. para. Para, 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 para. ¿Estás ahí? Ah, no, estoy en la radio. Estoy en la radio ahora y ahora vos también estás. Dígame hola. Ay. Ay, no oh, His no, wife no, is yelling no, at him. There's no, a rooster more. in the background. Anyway, Brian Hahn, where can our <laughs> listeners find you? Oh, so you, the best way to find me is brianhahn.com. You can find all my social media links there. And one very, very, very important thing is I'm launching an eight week body transformation challenge, and the winner is going to get $5,000. Wow. What? Yes. How so, much do you have to transform? I'm so, willing to put a few so minutes. So what you do is you get the list 360, you video yourself on day one, then you video yourself after your eight-week transformation doing the program of the book, and the winner is going to um, – everyone submits their video to the list 360 at yahoo.com, but all these details you can find on my website. And uh, I'm giving the money on Christmas Day. So Merry sum- Christmas. Submit your video by December 1st. You win $5,000 for the best body transformation, and $1,000 is also given to the best booty transformation. Oh, my Lord. God, I wish I didn't have ADD. I would totally <laughs> sign up. I might oh, that's sign, awesome. I might yeah. sign up. I might sign Does up. Does it include like a private dinner with Brian Hunt? Uh, I'm really excited to see what <laughs> <a no>. people... <laughs> I mean, I kind of want to meet these people who have these transformations because... You know, it's, it's like Tony said, hard work is hard work. And you I really want to give that motivation because, you know, people need that extra something to kind of bite the bullet and make it happen. So I love it. Naomi, where can our listeners find you? Naomi W. Grossman uh, on all of that. The above. Oh, no. I'm verified. <laughs> I love it. So. And the chair movie uh, Fear Inc. Incorporated. Um, Eric Restivo. That's it. Just at, at Eric Recivo, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm trying to build up my Twitter. Uh, we started a On The Rocks blog this week, so uh, check that out. We'll make a huge announcement. Also, The Lockers. I, I, I urge everyone to go and Thank like you. The Lockers on Facebook. Yep. And I just wanted to ask our guests, because we like to find this out before we leave, if you would come back. Oh, yeah. I had a really good time. Okay. But Perfect. we're going to relight. I knew it! I knew she was going to say that. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Perfect. And we need to relight your mom. Yes. Oh, you guys. <laughs> yes. Also, let's give a shout out to Mama Rose. Yeah, Mama Rose. Hey, hey mom. girl. 
Are you there? Hi, Mom, the lighting is not your fault. Um, did you have fun in the chat room? Oh, my God, I had so much fun. I can't even... <laughs> she didn't see the show. She had so much yeah. fun. Th- this is to our listeners for National Coming Out Day. My mom is actually coming out to the Abbey a little bit later, so if you want to come say hello to her. Mom is going to be in the chat room every week, so you can message her questions, uh, everything. It'll be so much fun. Kurt, as always, thank you. Love you, Kurt. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at On The Rocks On Air, Facebook, On The Rocks Radio Show, and, and On we'll The Rocks Radio Show. we'll be at Rockwell this Saturday. Yeah, we'll be come at Rockwell. And we're talking about a really fun concert idea, because we're both singers. We love our listeners. Thank you to um, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spreaker, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spreaker, I said Spreaker, um, Hillcrest Social, Player FM, Satchel Podcast, and we are coming to the Reverie Network, which is a huge opportunity for us. So we are everywhere. You want to be in some places you don't want to be. We're not going anywhere. Thank you to our guests, Tony, Brian, and Naomi. What a fun show. Amazing show. Thank you. Perfect.
Find me on Facebook on On The Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On The Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday! <laughs> <laughs>